pilot episode. Welcome to our as of yet untitled Dawson's Creek <laughs> podcast. I'm Julia Callahan. I'm Aaron Hensley. And uh, we're doing, we're starting off season yeah. one, episode one, just titled The Pilot. Right. Right. So I have a few little notes okay. about wh- about this episode. Oh, okay. Okay. So it originally aired, according to IMDb, uh-huh. it originally aired January 20th, 1998. Okay. Last night I was... And we'll get into this a little more, but I watched the DVD. I, I own this show on DVD. I bought it like literally the second it came out yeah. on DVD. It was one of the first TV shows on DVD I ever bought. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, um, Barnes and Noble, downtown Santa Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> yes, most definitely that is where I bought it. The DVD commentary, Paul Stupin, one mm-hmm. of the producers, says that it actually aired on January 13th. So I don't know which one of those is correct. Mm-hmm. What we sort of speculated was that there was a promo or like a like catch it, yeah, quick catch peak. it early. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they used to do that stuff. Yeah, especially totally. on the WB for sure. And I feel like I feel like you and I have talked about this before, but like we, this was like such a big no. Deal. The promo was crazy. I remember like the anticipation through the whole like holidays of '97, and like you're like, whoa, cool, cool. Well, this episode was written by Kevin Williamson, mm-hmm. who the also Scream. wrote Scream. Yeah. And I know you, what that's you why it was time. a big deal because it was, it was like, oh, the guy from Scream is like making a show. And I guess I, what I what I learned last night is that he actually pitched this show before Scream came out. Oh. And then when Scream came out, then like someone found wherever they had stuck this script in a drawer. Oh, wild. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then we're like, oh, I guess maybe this is good. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Let's give it a shot. Yeah, exactly. You know how Hollywood works. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, it's trash. Oh, you're successful. It's great. <laughs> oh, Kevin Williamson. I remember that name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Remember you. Um, and it was directed by Stephen Miner, who I know absolutely oh. nothing about. Do you? Oh, I was thinking, isn't Miner someone associated with um, Buffy? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My Buffy knowledge is not as great yeah. as my Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Same. Though I do love Buffy. I like, <laughs> don't get mad at this. <laughs> um, I wanted to read you this pilot description mm-hmm. from the, this is, this is like literally the note card that comes in the DVD. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and let's see if they got it right. Okay. Can puberty ruin a friendship? <laughs> great start. <laughs> Now that they're 15, Joey thinks maybe it's not cool for her to sleep over at Dawson's anymore. When Jen arrives, the hormones kick in and make things worse, but it's nothing compared to what happens between Pacey and Miss Jacobs. Oh, my God. (laughs) Isn't that an amazing description? Yeah, well, so I watched it on Hulu, even though I have the box set, and I also have the complete series, but... I, was, I don't think my DVD player is hooked up. Mine, my, I found out that mine doesn't work. I had to watch it on my computer. Oh, okay. Which is old enough that it still has a DVD yeah, slot. Yeah. yeah. I don't think my, I think my desktop does. But, yeah. Um, so on Hulu, I wrote it down because I was cracking up. It was like a pair of childhood friends cope with their emerging sexuality. Wow. <laughs> that like, one's better. <laughs> Who wrote that copy? I love it. Yeah. I was like, well, okay. They're really just throwing us into life. it. I was like, okay. <laughs> oh man. Definitely. <laughs> Which like actually was interesting. Cause I remember when I watched the first episode and I came back to school the next morning and one of my friends, we were all talking like, did you watch it? Did you watch it? And one of my friends was like, my mom made me turn it off. And I was like, what? 
And she was like, oh, she said it was like too sexual. They're talking about sex too much. And I was like, dang. <laughs> I mean, I grew up, I went to high school in Orange County. So it was like Christian and conservative in, in, in some regards. Uh, but I remember thinking like, I mean, there's crazier stuff on TV. Like, totally. I can't, this is like geared towards teens. It was so like milk toast. I, I mean, but then as we get into it, yeah. dang, it was sexual. Yeah, yeah, it was, <laughs> I was like, was. her mom was not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man. But I like that was seared in my memory. Yeah. Like, um, just maybe like the censorship of parents. Like, well, so what's fascinating about that particular point uh-huh. is that. On January 17th, 1998. Oh, wow. The Drudge so maybe Report. maybe four days before the aired or three days. Depending on what. <laughs> four days after, three days before. What historical timeline we're working <laughs> off of. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. The Drudge Report broke the Clinton-Lewinsky scandal. Dang. So I, I went to look up, like, okay, what was yeah. going on in January 98? You know, like, yeah. I don't know. And just, like, to complete honesty, you and I are exactly the same age as these right. characters, yeah. right? So they were, except for in this first season, they're supposed to be sophomores. Yeah, and we were freshmen. And we were freshmen. But then, I mean, this isn't really a spoiler, but season two is still sophomore, sophomore year. Yeah. So, so And then we were lined up with them yeah. for the rest of the series. So... We were these kids' exact age, and I was like, "What was happening in my life was whatever yeah. is happening to a high school freshman at the end of freshman yeah, year." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, who knows? That was yeah. a nightmare. What well, was it's weird because you're world? reading about the parallels of the Drudge Report and everything coming out, you yeah. know, cur- currently. Sure. <laughs> like, I actually didn't even know that that's how this scandal evolved with Clinton until I read that like a few days ago yeah. in in comparison to what's happening right now with Trump. Yeah. <laughs> it's so wild. Oh, God. <laughs> it is it is wild. Yeah. And it's, well, in like talking about the sexuality on the show, you're like we're getting news yeah. reports of like No, it was you know. a really interesting time because, you know, that's when everyone was questioning like what is sex? I didn't have sex with her. I didn't right. have sexual relationships. Right. Um you know, right. and I think when um, we talked about doing this podcast, I was like, oh, it's so fascinating because it, it was just like a few years post Anita Hill. It, yeah. So like, like the year of the women and, you know, that was like in 92. Yeah. And I have a lot like I think as we go on, I sort of looked at some of the stuff that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the next episode, some of the stuff that happened the week that the next ep- episode aired. Oh, cool. It, it's it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's. So we're we're gonna put it into historical yeah. context of like what this show, uh-huh. how forward thinking this show was in a lot of ways. Right. right you know right, what right. I mean? Totally. Okay. So let's let's start into okay. the episode. Okay. Okay. So we open on. Yeah. Dawson's house. Dawson's house, Cape Cod. Yeah. I mean, quote unquote. Yeah. Cape Cod. It was the show was filmed in Wilmington, North Carolina. Yeah. And Aaron and I actually have been on a road trip through it. Yeah, we did a walking tour. We did a walking tour. We we'll have stories along the way yeah, about yeah. that. Um it's just this idyllic town. Yeah, it's on like the water, beautiful. Well, it's interesting because you grew up in a beach town yes. in Santa Cruz, yes. so like it probably felt more relatable to you. Yes, it does. Versus like I grew up in the suburbs, the suburbs. of Orange or of LA, so yeah. you know the, the greater Los Angeles area. So it did not feel like similar at all. Yeah, but that was kind of how shows were at that time. Well, and I feel like there's something dreamy about a small town, mm-hmm. like like 
pre-Friday Night Lights where they really like rip the lid off <laughs> yeah, of totally. <laughs> rip the lid off of what small towns are really like. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like there was something dreamy about it and these kids kind of do get to go unsupervised and like yeah, you know, yeah, and there's something like that freedom. Yeah, definitely. Which I think it, it was uh, at the time the way like it could have been the every childhood. You sure. Know, just like ride your bike there, walk there, um, unsupervised, yeah. you know. Um Totally, totally. It was less crazy in the 90s with the mm-hmm. over overbearing parenting. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so so we zoom in Dawson, Larry and Joey Potter, yeah. which you don't re- you don't learn their names right then. But yeah. that's who the, that's who's on laying on the bed. Right. Watching E.T. Of course, watching <laughs> E.T. <laughs> and um, also shout out Rare Bird author Henry Thomas. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> so, um, you know, they're talking about film and they they you mm-hmm. know joey asks him did this one won the oscar yeah. right and he says no gandhi and i like last night when i was like sort of going through this i had to remind myself that it's actually impressive that dawson knows that like yeah. imdb did not exist this was not like easy information exactly. to come by he like actually has to no, know he's that. like a film nerd you're right. like as a viewer at the time you're super impressed yeah like, dang, dang. <laughs> you know so they're kind of chatting about this movie and then um dawson switches it to his mom's like, oh god <laughs> that was so gross i have them in my notes like ew yeah. <laughs> so she, it's like her she's a newscaster she's, she's a got newscast. the big hair and god, everything hair. it was amazing yeah and um he says to joey do you think she's sleeping with her co-anchor what and i was like whoa first introduction to overt sex talk you know and it's about his mom i was like oh god you're just like guys but maybe that it's like is that how guys talk like they just like have no filter (laughs) but it's like you know you introduce okay dawson's mom is Mm -hmm. sort of a local celebrity right she's the She's the news anchor, and yeah. I can relate. Yeah, <laughs> Julia's dad's a local celebrity in Santa Cruz. Yes, yes. Bill the Oyster Man, shout out. <laughs> yeah, go Bill the Oyster Man. <laughs> yes, so, I, so it was interesting because I was like, uh, and as we get along in the season, I'll, I'll sort of talk about what that yeah, experience is, yeah. but like there is something that I think sort of drew me to that of like people know who his mom right, is. Right, and like, they know who he is. Yeah, I know yeah. who he is because of that. I think it's really interesting. Yeah. So Joey starts putting on shoes and says she's going to go home. Right. And Dawson's like, what do you mean? Yeah, because they always stay over. Because she always stays over. And so I was wondering, like, I I was always allowed to have boys over. My mom did not not care at all. Right, Um, right, right. And, you know, my mother was terrifying in a great way. But, Uh like, (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to try anything under this roof. Like, I know what's going to happen. Right. So, so, but you, were you allowed to? Well, I mean, I have a twin brother. So it was just completely different because right. like we were in the same grade we had a lot of the same friends and so he would have sleepovers and there would be yeah i mean like i think you know me and my brother maybe just didn't really like being home that much yeah. so we were more the ones that would be like staying over at other people's houses right. um but my parents definitely wouldn't have cared i don't think we could have slept in the same bed though that was yeah. a little bit wild to me i was like whoa yeah. like even family friends we would stay with that we wouldn't like sleep in the same bed as like totally co-ed um totally i don't know i remember it being a big deal yeah like when it like like that was like i'm sure some like you know focus on the family and bullshit like right yeah problem with that um so because also like 
even in terms of making their friendship, that doesn't make them that, I felt like it was like, that doesn't make them that much closer, just that they're allowed to sleep over. That's more about the the parental dynamics, you know? Right. Um, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, so, so, so Joey says she can't sleep over because they're changing. <laughs> she, she's like. I have breasts. <laughs> and then she says, you have genitalia. Which, like, Dawson, uh, astutely says he's always had genitalia. Right. Which is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a valid very point. Yeah. yeah, valid point. And uh, my, my, in all caps, I just wrote, they're so fucking young. Jesus. I know. I just forgot how young they were when the show started. Yeah, or just they felt older than us. So. Yeah. Well, and Katie, like, Katie Holmes was, I think, like, 18. Mm-hmm. And I think James Vanderbeek was 21. Oh, okay. Like 20 or 21. He looks old. <laughs> yeah. He, and he was the oldest. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michelle Williams, tell. I believe, uh, was, I didn't look this up, but uh-huh. was emancipated right. so that she could work, you know, regular right, actor right, hours. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I think she was like 16. Oh, really? Or 17. Yeah. Hmm. You know, we are also big 90210 fans. Right. Gabriel Cartier's was like 35. It showed though. (laughs) So like this was one of the first shows. I mean, you know, obviously my so-called life, they were really like the age. Yeah. Well, I think only Claire Danes though. But the other teens were pretty young. I mean, they might not have been 14 or whatever she was, but they were still like pretty young. Like at least. Like maybe 16. Oh, okay. And then Buffy, they were in their early 20s. So like... This was really one of the only shows where they were really close to the age. Right. And one of the first that they were really close to the age. So yeah. that was kind of interesting that you do. They look so young. Mm-hmm. I, Katie Holmes's line or Joey's line is, um, our emerging hormones are destined to alter, alter our relationship and I'm trying to limit the fallout. And I just I wrote, know. that's it. That's the show. I know. <laughs> I totally paused that too. I was like, whoa. <laughs> what that's a thesis. The <laughs> I know. It is super compelling though. Yeah, like how do you transition your friendship from childhood into like teenagehood? And, and I think that like, it will get into it more as Dawson and Joey's relationship sort of evolves. I do actually think that that the way that they do it is kind of spot on on how that would happen. You know, the mess of it all. And then Dawson says, your emerging hormones aren't developing a thang for me, are they? And I was just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Thang for me? What's he saying? He literally never says anything like that. (laughs) He probably read it wrong, like like in Clueless, the Hadians. (laughs) 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 And they're like, just let him go, let it go, let it go. (laughs) Perfect. So then he's he he says that they Dawson says that they transcend the one Harry met eighties crap mm. sort of and I thought about like how much this show had pop culture references right I think people think of Gilmore Girls as the show that's like chock full but yeah. this one is too yeah 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 I think it was like the beginning of that thing right yeah it was like this is how we get the teenage audience yeah but <laughs> speak it also their like, language made me want to know it all like right. I wanted I was like oh I gotta I gotta like bone up on my right you know 80s movies at the time you mm-hmm. know? Like, <laughs> these movies that were out kind of before I was aware or alive you yeah know, and stuff like that yeah and it was hard to get media at the time or like be exposed to it because there wasn't like all these streaming services and there wasn't right. enough like watch this yeah. you know yeah. um it was like if it wasn't airing on TNT then what were you gonna yeah do? like you know or how would you know find it at Blockbuster yeah, yeah. Or your local video store um and even then it's not like they really like curated too much right right yeah 
Yeah. So then we get the Dawson's first trash line of the series. There will be many more. <laughs> Come on. Don't get all female on me, Joey. Oh, God. I, <laughs> I heard that. And I was like, God damn you. Fuck off. <laughs> I, and he says, I, I don't want to start calling you Josephine. So, like, I guess that's a way to, like, yeah. tell you that her name is Josephine. But, like, yeah. fuck that noise. Right. And it was like, she's a tomboy. Um, yeah. The whole, yeah, like the introduction of that. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's sort of Joey gets into bed, it zooms up. And, and it's super awkward. It's awkward. It's like an immediate tension. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can tell they're kind of uncomfortable. Changed. Like, and it, it's changing for them. Yeah. And then we get. <laughs> well, you watch the DVD. <laughs> yeah. And then we get. <laughs> the great follicle song. <laughs> and the streaming one's completely different. The streaming one. So it is, it's like what they aired in Europe or something uh, or the England uh-huh. or something like that. Uh-huh. But yeah, so I mean, this is just it's this is literally just a contract problem that Paula Cole's I don't want to wait was too expensive right. to to license license because they didn't know when they originally signed yeah, those they contracts that they needed to put that in. Yeah. So they didn't know that they were going to be streaming around DVD. So it, I mean, it does. I don't know. It, maybe it's my own nostalgia working that it just feels so right to have the Paula Cole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's just like part of the experience. Yeah. It's such a, oh, it's such a 90s song. I mean, I, I love it. Also, I like listened to the whole song and I was like, this is like about a middle-aged woman, like huh. trying to retake her life and like <laughs> not at all about teenagers. Yeah. I wonder why they chose it then. I don't know. So interesting. I know. Well, they only use the part that's like yeah, the chorus yeah, yeah, yeah. part. So anyway. And, and so then we get the opening credits. We haven't met two of the four people in the opening credits. There's mm-hmm. just a lot of flowy clothing. Yeah. A lot of flowy clothes. <laughs> and, and they're the on the beach. Credits on yeah. the beach. Horsing around. Then we um, get to some of Cape Side. Joey's sitting on the dock. I know. The town was so cute. I was like, <laughs> oh, there's like sailboats and everything. Although I was watching the, I listened to the DVD commentary because that's on mm-hmm. the DVD that I own. And they were like, these are, ta- these are not <laughs> Wilmington, the like stock shots. Oh, really? It's like some town oh. they never filmed in. They're like, we don't know where these are. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> so then Joey's on the, Joey's on the dock. Yeah. And they're like filming. Yeah. It's, uh, it's horror like a, music comes up it's an introduction like Dawson not only is a film lover but he's a filmmaker Maker, yeah he's yeah. got this like makeshift jib camera yeah Joey gets he's got like a whole like um headset too I yeah, think it's yeah. like he's official yeah he's which so I kind of was like wow did people have that then like <laughs> no one I knew had that I know like I knew people that made videos but I guess I didn't really participate in that so I don't know what they were using but we would use like those camcorders with the VHS tape, oh, yeah. tape in it yeah. you know um so yeah. funny like, I don't know maybe I was just hanging out with the wrong crowd <laughs> 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 no my friends were not doing that yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then we get intro to our favorite To character. our favorite man, Pacey, Pacey Witter. So he plays the swamp monster, yeah. and he and Joey immediately are fighting. Yeah. Well, but interestingly, I think he was the only one that maybe 
um, the viewers knew the right. actor because he was in um, Mighty Ducks. Yes, of course. So you were like, oh. Oh, that kid from Mighty Ducks. Is it Charlie Conaway or something? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, my he- God. I can't believe you remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you were like, oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. he was the only one that maybe that. That people would have known. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so Jen just almost immediately we cut to this cab. It was so old looking. <laughs> it was. It was a really old looking cab. I was like, what year is this? Yeah, it 1974. Was, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and this very pretty blonde yeah. uh, walking out. She had the bathed in light. Yeah. The shot was so pretty. Yeah. It was and like this beautiful light you know just like a little angel yeah yeah and so it's that's jen lindley that's our fourth you know, know the the fabulous queen michelle williams yeah. who we'll talk about a lot yeah. on this show and what a, she's also one of the best characters you know, like. she's great yeah i i feel like and you and i have had different experiences with these characters mm-hmm. and we'll get more into that but like I feel like you were so into Jen yeah. when in the first run. And yeah, yeah, I yeah. was like, Joey all the way. Uh-huh. I felt like I was I was Joey mm. in many ways. I'm a little Because you're like a tomboy too. <laughs> tomboy and I like to I like to tell people to fuck off. Um, and, uh, well, I'm pretty honest too. Like sometimes people call me a bitch, but <laughs> you have to tone that down. But she's so mean. Joey. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into that. Yeah. But she is mean almost yeah. immediately. Yeah. Like, and I, I was like, no, thinking it's like about she this. sees Jen and like Dawson and Pacey are like, whoa, look at that angel. And she straight up is like daggers. Yes. Like you see it in her face. Yes. And it's like, I know that's just so common where it's like pitting women against each other. But I don't know how I felt at the time. But watching it now, it it was really it's really difficult. Like, cause it's it be you remember how ingrained it is in you, even in the media. It's like that's how women should see each other. Well, and I feel like this was such a like like a common representation. Yeah, you know that like these there's two these two women they can't they couldn't possibly like each other, or and they can only compete with each other. Yes, and I feel like they fight with that for a long time. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. I would have loved to see a really tight Joey Jen friendship. I know from the get go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Joey like needs that. Yeah, but so does Jen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, so do all women. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> women can't be friends. <laughs> so um, Jen gives like a pretty obviously lame excuse for why she's there. Yeah, her grandpa's sick, and she needs to help. Yeah. <laughs> And like, like, you know, definitely a lie. <laughs> yeah. And even at the time, you know, it's a lie. Yeah. You're like, like as a viewer, uh, you're like, hmm, <laughs> backstory, yeah, writing exactly. for the, can't wait for that reveal, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, like, <laughs> why would she be arriving all by herself via cab, too? I mean, there's a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the like parental involvement is it's like very minimal. obvious at that point, yes, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, they, they say that they're not, they're all going to be sophomores at Cape Side. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. good. And then Jen says she'll see them at school and Dawson responds, if not sooner, which is like, <laughs> like, like, I laughed at it. I was like, do you entire nerd, like, do not say that to another person. <laughs> but then I was like, I kind of dig that on this show that like, 
Well, it's so Brian Krakow. It is so Brian Krakow. <laughs> but it's like they let the main character be a nerd. Yeah. Like Dawson's a nerd. Yeah, yeah, no, you definitely. Know? And I like, besides Brian Krakow, that's like one of the first times we really see that front and center. This is pre-Freaks and Geeks, yeah. you know? Well, again, that's so relatable because like even if you are popular in high school, you don't really know it. Like yeah. I know I've had people say to me like, no, you were popular. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like my brother married his high school sweetheart so her experience with high school was so different than the way I remember yeah. it um so I feel like that added to the re- relatability of these characters in the show yeah yeah definitely I think I think the fact that they're not like the center of the high school they're not the quarterback and the you yeah. know the like on 902 no they were all so hot mm-hmm. and like you know clearly were pretty pretty cool yeah Yeah, exactly that like um I think that's where I sort of was able to relate on a much deeper level because I was definitely not a cool kid (laughs) (laughs) I was in the fucking band (laughs) (laughs) so then Pacey and we cut to Pacey and Dawson walking into the house and like oh my god and then Pacey flirts with the mom (laughs) he's like it's so uncomfortable wait 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 back up Oh. Basie asks Dawson if he thinks Jen is a virgin, which like oh, fuck that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's like I kind of like I forgot that they had like set up Pacey at first as a sort of toxic masculine kind uh-huh. of dude, which immediately falters. Like, like even in this episode, yeah. it falters. Yeah. And then like Dawson or Pacey asks Dawson if he wants to nail Jen, and that a better man would be nailing her already. And I was like. I guess just because I've seen this series so many times, yeah. and like, I like mean, not I'm not, we're not going to spoil stuff, but like, Paisley is this is definitely not how his character yeah. really ends up in the show. I was just like, what am I watching? I haven't watched the pilot in a long time. Yeah, I me think. neither. Yeah. I was like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> this is not good. How yeah. did they get the order? Right. And then he walks in on Dawson and jo- yeah. Dawson's parents making out on a coffee table, and immediately flirts with Dawson's mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like well your parents are um demonstrative in front of you but my parents really weren't um yeah my parents did show affection and i was fucking mortified like by my it parents hold time. hands and you know are so loving to each other but not like overly sexual like <laughs> yeah my parents weren't like they're not like mitch and gail like yeah. they're not like they're I like never go- almost going yeah, at yeah, it yeah, yeah. i never watched because even gail's like, like the mom is like <laughs> she's like i thought you were at work like yeah. they were like about to just they were definitely go out like, it in the gonna, living room there's gonna be body parts out <laughs> with like very with like all the kids in the front yard <laughs> yeah, totally. i'm like oh my yeah. god i'm such a prude now it's like <gasps> scandalized <laughs> <laughs> But then, like, dude, that my parents, I want to make it very yeah. clear because my mother is going to listen to this. Yeah. That, like, that is not how they were. But my parents were affectionate. And I remember distinctly how much I, like, understood Dawson's existential pain yeah. of, like, the fact that his parents were, like, attracted to each other. Yeah. Like, it's so, when you're 15, man, that is, like, nothing worse. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously that's. And you don't know at the time, like, like I remember when I was a kid being like man I wish my parents were divorced like two Christmases whatever (laughs) (laughs) that sounds amazing and as you get into adulthood my parents are still married um so are mine yeah and they're doing 40 years next March so crazy mine just had theirs like a couple years ago yeah and you're like wow okay I actually was really lucky to have yes like that modeled for me you know I it's just a fluke 
yeah totally but like yeah you don't know what the actual existential pain of it is but um i definitely remember (laughs) (laughs) how much i felt for dawson in that moment (laughs) so then we go over to joey Right. She's rowing home. Rowing home. Like, poor, like how much did Katie Holmes have to fucking row a boat and I know. climb a goddamn ladder up yeah. the side of the house? And, like run on a dock. Jesus. It's so wild. Like <laughs> I mean, I like at the time I don't think I had been to New England, so I was like, is that is that a mode of transportation over there? <laughs> like that's how they get to friends' houses. Like that's so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah we just rode bikes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Like maybe yeah. took the bus or something. Totally. But then, um, then a black man comes out of the I house. I know. I have that in my notes. I was like, whoa, progressive. I know. Yeah. We will get into race on Dawson's Creek, yeah. but, but. We figure out that Joey's sister, Joey lives with her sister, yeah. Bessie, and Bessie's boyfriend, Bodie, is black. Yeah. And, like, it it comes up later that it's maybe a thing. Right. That, like, and I think, and you and I are really interested in class. And right. Joey and Pacey. Well, because they, um, they show the front of their houses. Right. And it's like, oh, this is a small house. It's a one-story small yeah. house. Yeah. And then you see... This is uh, not where Dawson or Jen live. Yeah, and you see uh, Bodie, her her brother-in-law, kind of, and you're like, oh, a person of color. Wow, so interesting. <laughs> right. And then you see her sister come out, and she's pregnant. Like nine months pregnant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like barefoot and pregnant. It's like, <laughs> I don't totally. know, a little bit like how stereotypical can you get? Totally, totally. Um, yeah. But, but then I got grossed out because yeah. he is like a chef maybe and he has like a pan and he's like, oh, taste this sauce, which I was like, uh, and she's like orgasmic. <laughs> and then her sister says the I same know. thing. And I was like, oh, I was like, I guess you're showing us that they're sisters, but like maybe a different word next time. Oh yeah. my God. It like, I was like, oh, like it made me cringe. Yeah. Like so crazy. That's a weird <laughs> Especially thing to say like, literally like a sauce. Yeah. Like, this like taste yeah. sauce. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> but it was like a good intro to them because after seeing um joey shoot daggers at jen she has like a a really loving relationship with her sister i mean they're like combative and sisterly way they seem really supportive and like it was like a, a like a healthy female female dynamic yes yes and i think like i think those are there you know mm-hmm. it's just like not between people of the same age maybe i don't mm-hmm. know all right i might need a drink for this next introduction okay <laughs> good thing you brought box wine we bought box wine <laughs> to do this <laughs> um so cut to the video store yeah it's so on brand that dawson, dawson works at a works video, at a video store. store of course and pacey does too yeah and, and then there's like bratty girls there, like reminding us that they're nerds. And she's like, yeah. my dad owns a video store. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. okay. She doesn't know where to put Forrest Gump. Yeah. yeah. Who does? <laughs> they're standing in front of an I Know What You Did Last Summer poster, which like, mm. let's ke- shout out Kevin Williamson. Right, 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 right. Also, I like did a little sleuthing. I Know What You Did Last Summer came in, out in October of 97. Oh, so it was So like, it wasn't right even before. out yet when they were shooting this. Right. Because right, they right. shot this whole season before it started airing right so they um so then enter 
bathed in light again. I know. It's kind of the same entrance it as really Jen in is. a certain way. Even the way her hair is styled is the same. And she's wearing a very similar um, silhouette of dress. Yeah. And so it's, um, you know, this woman, there's like back lids, <laughs> so you can kind of see through her legs. Right. <laughs> like, it's like the the introduction to both male characters of their love interest is the same. Yeah. 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 So we enter Tamara, or um, I guess we'll say her name when yeah. it, we found out who she actually is, but Tamara, who wants to rent The Graduate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because she she wants to watch Anne Bancroft, an older woman, seduce Dustin Hoffman, a young man on the, or young, well, not yeah. a young Yeah, and she looks the same age as Gail, like as she Dawson's does. mom. She does, yeah. Like it's no um illusions of of her age yeah she's older yeah she's older and pacey and pacey sort of awkwardly flirts yeah and it was it was so uncomfortable it was very uncomfortable i think you get like, in when that it, moment when is mary kayla Turner? mary kayla Turner, if you guys don't know uh was a, pr- a very famous um female school yeah. teacher and who, we knew this at the time yeah who had we sex with her student with um, yeah what, and she went to jail or something? or something like that she I, went to jail. yeah and um but he was like 13. He right? was 13. She was arrested in March of 97. Oh, wow. So, so right when they like, were probably yeah. writing this yeah, stuff, yeah. this this was coming out. So it's right. very like ripped from the headlines, mm-hmm. this storyline that's about I know. to happen. And like watching it now, you're like, I mean, you cringe. But it's interesting thinking about it because obviously the the male teachers molesting <laughs> girls is like... Yeah, I mean, whatever. But it almost it feels worse. like... This one was so much bigger because it was a little bit backlash towards women in the sense where it's like, women do it too. Right. And it it was like, this one was such a a scandal when potentially, like, there was probably like an adjacent school where a male teacher was like doing something similar. Sure. Um, And this was huge, a huge news event. Didn't she get pregnant? She got pregnant with his baby. Uh Uh-huh. She had the baby, I think, when she was in prison. And then when she got out of they prison, got they got married and had, like, at least one more, if not yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they got well, divorced also, eventually. isn't that the story of um, Marcone, Emmanuel Marcone, the oh. president of France? Maybe. His wife was his teacher. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. What? Oh, my God. I just, like, I, you know. <laughs> it's so like <laughs> fucking french sexual politics i know it's like so fascinating i mean as like an american it's hard to really like yeah. <laughs> understand completely but yeah oh, like the, the first lady of france is the former teacher of her her husband wow yeah okay so well, i don't I mean, know does Michelle that make Obama it more Barack obama's mentor yeah but they were I know, adults just, totally <laughs> it's not at all the same it's like interesting also, though because like you. i know <laughs> does it make it more acceptable well i think and i think like as we get further into the story i want us to discuss this a bit more because yeah, like, is it only women need to give consent and men always consent to sex or well like i don't believe that obviously yeah. but like i also think like what does it mean that pacey is so into what happens like yeah that he's so emotionally invested and right. like and i think like I, I mean clearly it's you know what happens is not okay yeah but like 
what does that mean? And I'll, I'll, I did watch, like I said, I watched the commentary and, uh-huh. and Kevin Williamson sort of said like, do you know when they filmed the commentary? During season six. Oh, okay. So, so 2002, 2003. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um, Kevin Williamson sort of talks about like, oh, you know, we wanted this to be like an actual relationship, like a, <gasps> a loving, emotional relationship. And I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if I like that. Like, yeah. I, don't know. I don't know if that works. Yeah. Just the power differential is yeah. so much. And we see that. You know, totally. I think we'll we'll discuss, we'll dive into yeah. it more. But in this in this part, I think we just get the intro and she sort of flirts with them. And yeah. it's I think it's a little harmless what happens right here. Like, I mean, it definitely is just like banter and like a little it's flirty. It is flirty. And it, it's uncomfortable, but it's not overtly uncomfortable. Right. Um but you're just like, oh, okay. Some mother character especially since pacey had already like kind of sexualized dawson's mom you're yeah. kind of like oh that maybe that's his, his quote-unquote thing or whatever well and he sort of like starts to take on that role though he does not actually take it on in the show yeah but he sort of starts to take on that role of of um well it's the, the egging like, on guy right like that kind of thing. i mean ultimately it is a pilot so they're still like sorting out all the oh, characters absolutely absolutely so q the best Sophie Hawkins cue. Sophie oh, Hawkins I know. I know. Just that piano music. Yeah. And like Jen is sitting on the dock. It's such a beautiful and shot. She's so beautiful. It's like sunset and it's uh, all red and yeah. like she's um from behind. It's so pretty. Oh, so pretty. And so Dawson sees her. He's got video VHS videotapes. I know. It's the hand. 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so cute. He's got VHS videotapes and he goes and sits down next to her. And they sort of have this conversation um, about the movies and it's like swamp thing movie. It's interesting because she almost she's from the city. So she is kind of bored with it. Yeah. She's like, oh, film nerd. Mm." Yeah. Like, you know, like, you know, I've seen your type. Yeah. Just because like where he is, he's only the only film nerd in his whole town. But she's from New York. So she I can go down to the Greenwich Village and see these. Yeah. She's like, oh, like I I have that in my notes. She's like super bored. She's like, oh, (laughs) cool. cool. (laughs) But then she starts talking about her grams. Like she had to get out of the house because her grams was like talking about church. Right. And I sort of had this thought of like, this is really when this divide starts. Right. Like Mm -hmm. people kids stop like are like yeah i'm not into this anymore i think it's like i i'm gonna make an argument throughout mm-hmm. the course of this podcast mm-hmm. that this is the first maybe buffy's the first millennial show uh-huh. but this is the first like non-vampire millennial teen show yeah, yeah yeah you know what i mean where like you really see the millennial sensibility these kids are older millennials yeah. you see the millennial no me- dawson says i reject reality yes Yes. Yeah. And so I just think like the the Jen sort of affiliation with church or lack of affiliation mm-hmm. with church, I think is so interesting because so few people I knew went to church. Right. I mean, I grew up in, you know, heathen hippie. Like, <laughs> but that was definitely not sometimes. my experience. <laughs> right. I sure. mean, it was definitely mixed half and half, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there were a few, but. Mm hmm. Yeah. But Orange County, they're pretty conservative, like Christian wise. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, like Mormon. Um, yeah. 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 But then uh, 
Dawson takes Jen into his room. His studio. And we see it through her eyes and it's like super nerdy. Yeah. Versus like this kind of like safe place that he and, and Joey have. Right. And it's, uh, it's in, it's interesting to see her perspective on it. Um, you know, whether it's a city person or just, uh, um, someone who's like not obsessed with him, (laughs) you know, or like grew up with him. She's just being thrown into it. Yeah. Um, and I, I found that interesting. Like, he's like, look at all these film posters and Steven's every Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Like the, even like, um, uh, organized and curated like yeah. these are the the ones in the closet are the bad ones so you don't have to look at them but I still have them yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Um, and just you get to almost see her more dynamically I yeah. feel yeah sort of in relation to him yeah and how much Joey's life sort of revolves around him at this point yeah like you know? she is her own person and she brings to the table her own perspective and, right. and opinions and um and she she isn't she's unimpressed she's impressed by him but still unimpressed just like out of the gates you know like she's not like oh yeah Dawson Larry yeah son of Gail right. you know right. like, yeah 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 totally <laughs> totally well and then she asks him if he, he has upset if he's familiar with obsessive reality disorder to which I said not a thing <laughs> that's not a thing <laughs> definitely not a thing Jen and he says he says this quote. I believe that all the mysteries of the universe, all the answers to life's questions can be found in a Spielberg film. And I just said, he's going to be insufferable when he finds Tarantino. Oh, God. <laughs> like, good God, Dawson. Get out. So as this is happening, Joey is like climbing up outside the house to which I was like, first of all, that ladder has got to make enough noise so that they hear. I it. know. <laughs> and I was thinking about it because I my room was on the second floor and there was like it, it, it was almost similar to that where that you could climb up to it but yeah. like why would you right. <laughs> i was like i don't understand this no. just go through the front door <laughs> or I the back know. door there's like a like, door there right, right i was just like i don't know it was like the mythology of the show which like mm-hmm. I, now that i look at it i'm like what the fuck is that but like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it was and i remember watching like maybe on mtv at the time an interview with them or uh-huh. something and like they like they had katie holmes come through the window but oh. like you know oh God. that was a yeah, set yeah, yeah, yeah. so she just totally. like has to jump through the window yeah, yeah, yeah and I was just like I just vi- like vividly remember her being like I gotta climb through that window all the damn time I know <laughs> yeah she's like oh, it's this thing I don't yeah, get it yeah whatever <laughs> whatever yeah and then we're introduced again to the divide between Joey and Jen yeah because we hear her grandma calling her Jen and she looks out the window and and joey hides from her it's a really cool shot actually i really liked it i was like oh it's cool like joey hiding and jen just going for it she's leaning out you know yeah leaning in maybe (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) but like just like this this actual divide between these two women in in relationship to dawson yeah totally well and so so jen leaves to go home joey comes in and then they sort of like just have a little bumper on the end where, you well, know, da- oh, Dawson that's where Dawson asks, asks if his mom's sleeping with his yeah, co-anchor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, and then she says, accept your perfect life, Dawson. I know. I felt that was such a sad, it was sad to me to hear that because she's right in some ways, you know, like she, he totally. has it all. Totally. Um, 
and it almost like you can you can tell her jealousy yeah okay so so then we cut to the first day of school chumbawamba chumbawamba <laughs> the chumbawamba guy. oh man it's like song. i get knocked down and, and you're like, like oh hello, you cringe hello it wasn't even a good song then <laughs> it wasn't but just like i grew up very uh-huh. punk rock as yeah you, as you know yeah, um same, and i mean same. that i like i'm a little bit saying that cheekily but uh-huh. I, I was very into punk rock yeah well orange county's punk rock orange county's punk rock santa cruz is punk rock yeah so um chumbawamba is made up of a bunch of former members of the band crass I oh want you to really know, which is i like, didn't know that <laughs> which is like a super political yeah. punk band from england in the 1980s yeah. that's like you know fucking like, <laughs> yeah totally like peaceful anarchy is what they're all mm-hmm. about like fuck the government fuck all this and then they come out with this fucking chumbawamba horrible song it's about getting drunk but like it's horrible it you could have a good song about getting drunk but this one's oh, yeah, real bad plenty of great <laughs> songs about getting drunk yes this one is stupid um but very 90s so we'll, yeah. we'll give it a pass here and then we get the the video store girl again the video store but wait i want to make one note which uh-huh. is that when we were talking about this i told you you were like oh okay capeside high is blue and gold which uh-huh. is true it yeah. is. and i told you i think in the pilot episode it yeah. is orange and black and i don't know if you recognize but like in this transition there uh-huh. is a there's a sign that says capeside wildcats okay oh and it's orange and black yeah, yeah. and then literally in That's the same like again. stock footage uh-huh there's a welcome to Capeside High, the same sign basically mm-hmm. in blue and gold, and it says Home of the Minutemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even it's catch both. that. Okay. Uh, maybe it's well, just you were on right the DVD. <laughs> uh, now that I'm thinking about it, but I don't know. And then when in a little bio when Jen and Joey are walking uh-huh. down the hall, I'll point it out. The whole hall is orange and black, and it says Go Wildcats. And it's oh. I, I'll tell you why. It's because they did like a little presentation to the network mm. before the network would pick up the show. Okay. So they did like 20 minutes or something or 30 minutes of the show uh-huh. before the network would pick it up. And so this was shot then. Oh, um, and so it's like Dawson's bedroom in the f- like at least the first time we're in it is like a different place than what it turns out to be. So it's hmm. like it's a little this pilot is a little off. Right. As pilots are wont to be. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go on. No, because the the video store girl is there again. Yeah. Nellie Olson, we <laughs> yeah, find she's out. She's the one who like kind of explains who all the characters are. And she's in purple monochrome. She even has purple eyeshadow. Uh, <laughs> so like, so uh, she's a Disney villain. Is yeah. <laughs> she's like blonde, curly hair. Like they're yeah. like, Oh, don't worry, we still have tertiary characters. Yeah, don't worry. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then she's she asks she's asks Jen how her grandfather is. Right. She says her grandfather's on the prayer list mm-hmm, at church mm-hmm. and then immediately asks if Jen Do you party. party. <laughs> which is like great which i kind of love i did too yeah yeah and we see other characters because it's, like this it is kind out. of authentic oh totally like oh yeah those girls okay were. i pray but do you party yeah you're from new york right you party right <laughs> so oh totally and like as a as a, a catholic adjacent person yeah yeah culturally um, catholic. culturally catholic actually both of us both? are same uh-huh, same uh-huh. Uh-huh. we know that catholics are the worst behaved oh 100 percent. yeah <laughs> the worst behaved definitely yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly don't come at me yeah um, <laughs> or do i don't give a yeah. shit 
Um, but so Jen says she she doesn't drink or do drugs, but she likes to have fun. Right. Which I like. Which de- is so obvious. Don't buy. She's right. totally lying. Because she immediately, immediately Dawson comes up and Jen says she needs a cigarette. Which I like, know. <laughs> in 1990s speak means like she's definitely a bad girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I well, mean, I chain smoke. I smoked a pack a day. I felt like point. cigarettes was like people smoked then yeah, at least so, everyone right, i knew had this, tried one at that point at this point in 1998 mm-hmm. i was what 14 uh yeah yeah so and i smoked a pack a day what yeah. oh that's dark sorry mom. sorry mom <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dawson's outfit though it was, like girl dawson's outfit this could like, be the name of this podcast it's too his <laughs> clothes hair. are so big and like They're they so don't fit baggy. and he's wearing a necklace the, oh and that's james vanderbeek's actual necklace oh really yes he's like no this is this it can't go yeah. he loved it and i don't know like his Whoa. mom gave it to him or something it, it's a little like it's a little like a looser catalano necklace yeah you know what i mean it's the kind of leather Well, because it's not a choker it's, it's like an actual like a pendant yeah um mm-hmm. and like but he it's has got like that same undershirt. vibe yeah i mean that's definitely what they were going for but dawson is no jordan catalano <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> they have the same that's our next podcast <laughs> they have the same hair men who are not jordan yeah catalano. <laughs> they have the same hair but they and do. like a very similar style but Dawson's a dork. Yeah. I mean, I love him, but the he's clothes a dork. are too yeah. big. So they're so big. But he's always wearing neutrals, and everyone else was wearing blue the whole episode. Yeah, I feel like they blue have a lot of time. Like they don't find his deal for mm-hmm. a while with yeah. the clothes. So turns out, hot lady English store lady is Pacey's English teacher. Yeah. Hot video store lady. I'm sorry, is Pacey's English she's teacher. Like, he's like, hey, Tamara, and she's like, it's Miss. It's Miss Jacobs here. <laughs> which like i don't know we'll get into it but they have a brief whatever because they still kind of like outwardly flirt in class yeah and he he like pacey is wildly inappropriate for a lot of the beginning of this relationship yeah i mean it's a wildly inappropriate well, they relationship both are like she participates in it too yeah although she is much more nervous like you can tell she's like we're at school yeah, like but perhaps she still don't. flirts yeah? with him i okay. don't know all right all right because, I mean, as a woman, like, especially since, like, now I'm probably her age. Yeah. I just think I'd be like, dude, no. no get away from me. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. And she she leans into it. That's she true. is like, she kind of, she pushes the boundaries, too. Yeah. Which, it, oh, it, it was making me really uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah, because there's all these other students around. Yeah, they're, like, Just, like, how cavalier class. they are. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's that relationship is a lot. Um, so then Joey and Jen have a class together. Joey is she very unhappy. Hides from her. Yeah, it's so sad. Like, listen, this is Jen a girl that's know new anyone. in school. Yeah, it's so sad. Yeah, be nice, Jesus, I Joey. Know. <laughs> <laughs> and Jen is really nice to her. Very nice to her. She comes into town. She's like, I was hoping I'd have a class with you. Like, she definitely is interested in forming a relationship with Joey. Absolutely. And Joey is like 100% not having it. Yeah. And yeah. you're not sure why. Yeah. Like, you, you're just... Like, especially, like, it, when you think about watching it at the time. Like, Joey, you're supposed to really, like, root for her character. Yeah. But she's so mean. She is. I mean, I will say for that... For no like, reason... I mean, I think that there. I think that you figure out the reason along down the line. Well, you're supposed to think that like it's because she has a crush on Dawson. She, yeah, and so you're supposed to root for her and Dawson. 
But like I would argue it has more to do with her actual family life mm. and her like I think it's probably hard for her mm. to form relationships particularly with with women, women yeah yeah mm. it's hard to watch <laughs> it is hard to watch I agree with yeah. you yeah I agree with you and so then Dawson walks into a classroom where Psycho the teacher is watching Psycho I know <laughs> and the fucking that fucking I know what you did last summer poster is on the wall oh in really that again too. I was like Williamson it's like only horror it's movies it's gonna be popular if you're gonna have a film class it's only horror movies right, of course yeah of course. so well the teacher is Mel Silver yes <laughs> David Silver David Silver's father dad from, from 90210 yeah exactly I, I did look it up I was like is that Mel Silver <laughs> I knew he looked familiar I know, I know. Um, that's funny he's like 90s 90s yeah. dad figure but I actually so then Dawson tells him like oh did you know that they pour cold water on Janet, Janet Lee, Lee to make her scream yeah and I actually remember at the time they tell you that at the Universal Studios tour. Oh, but not all of us have been on the Universal well, Studios I know. tour. <laughs> but like, it's you're supposed to be impressed by his film knowledge. And I actually remember at the time being like, everyone knows that. <laughs> Listen, Santa Cruz did not know that. Okay, <laughs> I did not. And I, I, so yeah, I had the same reaction though. Um, that I had when he talks about Gandhi is like, mm. it is impressive that he knows this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? No. Being a person that did not grow up yeah, near yeah, Universal yeah. Studios. Yeah. <laughs> it's impressive that he right. knows that. And then he kind of like, <laughs> I mean, first of all, what fucking high school has a film class is the, my note. <laughs> yeah. I actually was thinking about that because you don't really know the makeup of Cape Side. Like what, is it a rich town or what? Right. Um, so I was kind of intrigued by that because I did go to a, like I went to public school, but it was still a rich person school, and we didn't have that. We we had a lot of really wild things that other people didn't have, but film was definitely not one of no. them. We had I went to a, a solidly middle class school. Well, I don't know. Santa Cruz is like a third world country, so <laughs> yeah. So no we middle had, class. Yeah, we have no middle class. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so we had like shop stuff. Mm-hmm. and like those kinds of things yeah, but we, we didn't have RP. we would but but in like an art class and stuff but right. like not film well i think those are the ones like teachers have to advocate for it and write their curriculum i think that's sure. the way it even is at LUSD now probably so but um, then he's all like white male about it dawson's oh like God, begging to get into this class and the teacher is like no you have to be a junior right and dawson's like I'm a white man. <laughs> I, that's I heard. I was like, ugh. I know me too. I roll. <laughs> like, I know. But I'm so passionate. I know. Shouldn't I be able to break a but rule because when I I'm told passionate? you that factoid about <laughs> Psycho? Right. <laughs> right. Totally. So like, I don't know. I agree. Where I was just like Dawson. Like, boy, the the fucking rules don't get broken. For I know. Um. Okay, so now I want to introduce you to my theory because we get mm-hmm. Dawson, Dawson's passion about film so mm-hmm. intensely here, which is that this is the divide between millennials and Gen X. Okay. Okay. So, like, I think, like I said, this is, like, the one of the first millennial teen shows that right. does not involve vampires. <laughs> um, and, um, and, like, I think, like, the fact that they allowed – that they have a, a – um, protagonist of this show that's so enthusiastic about something like Mm -hmm. so excited you know it's like 
it's where the divide really is between Gen X. Right. That's like acceptable to just like be fucking into something. Yeah. Right. Like There's the, not this like. Like now we don't see it as like counterculture to be so obsessed with film. Like th- that's acceptable. Right. But at the time. Right. It was. It was like. Well, and just like he's that so excited. That definitely would have made you stand out and as like, oh, that's the film nerd. Right. Totally. Mm-hmm. And like, I think Gen X, I think, you know, they're sort of thi- the thing that like I think people know them for is mm-hmm. like that sort of I don't give a shit. affectation you know what i mean which i don't think is like actually really true Uh but i think in how do they get the best stereotypes (laughs) listen everyone forgets about them so they can be Uh, they can have good stereotypes yeah yeah, i'm so sorry gen x we love you we're we're very very crispy millennials yeah yeah yeah. you know like we're we have a lot of gen x traits in us, so you know yeah we're 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 with you but like but i do think that this is one of those things that like even five years earlier they wouldn't have had a protagonist on tv that like was this like nerdy about something no definitely not yeah yeah so that's i'll i'll continue working on this theory as we move along so then we see like joey and jen walking down the hall yeah and like you kind of see how they could potentially form a friendship because jen's trying to get to know joey better she's like hmm how come my grams doesn't like you yeah and joey says your grams is cracked (laughs) which is a great line it's true (laughs) and katie holmes delivers it perfectly yeah she does have great delight yeah And, like, you kind of get to know a little bit more about Joey. Yeah. And, like, it's really sad. Right. Just how much she's gone through. She's like, well, my dad's in prison for marijuana, which (laughs) even at the time we had medical marijuana in California, we voted on it a few, two years prior to this, three years prior to that. Um, So you're kind of like, dang, like, that must have been serious marijuana. And then she says, like, her sister is pregnant and not married, which scandal (laughs) in her and then she kind of lays out that her mom well she says well first she's like her sister is pregnant by a black man yeah Yeah. so i think it's so it's like a little introduction to maybe the culture of the town too like how that would be another way that people would judge her yes um i think it's clear that cape side is not the most progressive place right yeah yeah and then she says her mom died of cancer. Yeah. Which I remember being like really heartbroken for her watching it. That's so, I can't even imagine that. Yeah. That'd be so horrible. I feel like, I feel like uh, watching the show as an adult, I am much sadder about it for her. Yeah. Than watching uh, well, I think it as a kid. That is like a common storyline. Like, yeah. oh, her mom died of cancer. Sure. Her mom's Punky dead. Punky Brewster of, doesn't have a mom. Yeah. And, like, yeah. A par- uh, characters not having a parent is yeah. more common than like maybe was represented in real right. life. Like, right. I didn't really know anyone whose parent had a parent who had died yeah um or that had gone to prison <laughs> i don't think yeah. <laughs> um but you just feel so sad for her right and i guess you're right that does kind of like highlight maybe why she is um wary of of other women because like one of the main women in her life left her yeah she's had a lot of real trauma yeah and I guess it does highlight why she would be so drawn to Dawson because it, he was the consistent person in her life throughout all of that. Yeah. They don't say it, but you know they've been lifelong friends. Totally. So totally. She, also, he would have known her mom, which probably feels like a good touchstone, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, and I think I think like... 
I think what's interesting is as this show builds and Joey's sort of personality builds, you mm-hmm. do see those places where that absence is so deeply yeah. felt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, it feels sad because you can see them bonding and like how there's the potential for them to build this, this connection. And then Joey, she feels it coming and then she pulls back and she's like, oh, Dawson likes you. Don't, Don't ab- hurt him. Yeah. Don't abuse his feelings. Yeah. yeah. And she gets so mean to Jen and you're yeah. like, it's like this uh, immediately like guard up. Yeah. And um, and then you then you feel sad for Jen, you know, right. after right. that moment of tenderness um, with with Joey. You're just like, oh, God, Jen. She's got trauma too. Which is like, that is such a common childhood feeling is that like everything is so unique to you and that your experience is so much worse than everyone. And like, of course, because you don't know any better. And then as you grow up, you're kind of like, oh, high school sucked for everyone. High school was a nightmare. (laughs) Being a teenager is so miserable. (laughs) That's like a pretty much universal experience, you know? And so like, just like a a lack of empathy that like maybe like, why is Jen there? Right. Why does she have to look? Like, it's not believable that she's, like, taking care of her grandpa. Yeah, what the fuck's she going to do? That doesn't make any <laughs> yeah. sense, she you know? Yeah. yeah. A 15 year she's doogie yeah. house. <laughs> so it's just, like, this lack of, like, empathy towards Jen and maybe, like, what her experience sure. is, is, like, sure. it's it's hard to see. Yeah. Um, especially yeah, between definitely. the two main female characters. Yeah. Oh, God. I just want them to be friends. I know. <sighs> So then we go to the cafeteria and Jen and Dawson are sort of. Did make- you have a cafeteria? No. Yeah. I feel like that's like, like California. I don't know. Well, I can't speak for all of California, uh-huh. but the part that I know, no high schools. I mean, there was one, but we didn't use it. Right. We there- didn't even have one. We had like, like a, a multi-purpose room. Oh yeah. We didn't even have one. We had, you know, like the place where you bought the food, but everywhere you ate was outside. Right. And then sophomore and junior year, we could go off campus for lunch. We could go off campus all, t- all at all times, mm-hmm. um, but you couldn't get where my high school was. You couldn't really get anywhere. There was like one burrito place mm. that you could get to and the quick stop, which mm-hmm. I definitely used to smoke cigarettes right. in the parking lot. Right, right, right. Like every lunchtime and mm-hmm. eat like Pop-Tarts. Um, and yeah, because that's, that's a, a trope of high school drama that I could never um, relate to. Watch, the- which trope? the 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 uh, lunchroom the lunchroom the cafeteria yeah, yeah. where I like mean, the politics of where you sat like that was similar where like everyone sat in a in a same spot, spot. you just that just made sense because you're yeah. like well we just all meet up here yeah but it wasn't like um where you sat meant something and that it like signified because you could still like you you, can move you could around. move around you know you could uh, transverse between like your different yeah. friends if you wanted to so my high school had three quads mm. so there was like the first quad which was like it was kind of like su- there was a part that was sunken in which is mm-hmm. like the quote-unquote popular people and i grew up like we said in Santa Cruz, so that was like the water polo players oh, and the okay. surfers, yeah, and like the girls that hung out with them, right, and the the girl surfers too. But mm-hmm. then like and the girl swimmers and water polo players. So that was like the first quad, and then me and my sort of band dork theater dork friends, yeah. hung out at the like on the up the hill of the first quad. Okay, the goths hung hung out in the second quad, mm-hmm. and then in the third quad, that was like where the people played Magic: The Gathering, which I also played, but I just secretly played it. <laughs> I actually feel so like no offense if you played Magic: The Gathering, go you. But <laughs> I actually feel like, in terms of the separations in my school, is just one story and all flat. Yeah, 
it mostly was divided by race. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, my like all the Asians hung out together, uh, all the Hispanics, and then like, you know, there were some black kids, but, and they all hung out together. It was yeah. pretty small. And then like, and then inter- interdispersed was yeah. the, the white kids everywhere. Well, as you know, Santa Cruz, though it likes to talk a big talk, <laughs> it's quite white. white. <laughs> um, so that it did not break up by race. Yeah. I, you know, I've thought about that since. I think at the time I wasn't as sort of aware of how mm-hmm. that worked. Mm-hmm. The only population big enough to have hung out, like have had enough people to hang out with each other would have been the Hispanic, Hispanic. kids. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I think it kind of broke down along different lines. Yeah. I mean, to the best of my memory, mm-hmm. which, which yeah. is, you know, a white kid who was not really yeah, paying attention. Yeah, exactly. So take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. So they're in the they're in the lunchroom. And then um, <laughs> Joey, so like Joey's trying to work and like Dawson and Jen are kind of flirting with mm-hmm. each other and like doing weird shit. Mm-hmm. And then like Joey hands Dawson a script, which he immediately hands to Jen and says the line, can you take a look at my act three? I'm having a climax issue. Oh which my I, God. <laughs> I was like, do not announce that <laughs> to, to, people. to the girl you have a crush on. <laughs> I cra- I like did it. I had never heard it like that before, and I cracked. Up. Oh I cracked my gosh! I also was maybe a bottle of wine. So <laughs> take that as you will. Yeah. Um, and I just wrote "gross." Joey is me because she definitely heard that in the same yeah. way I did, and was like, "Get away from right. me, everyone!" She just like lets it all slide a little yeah, bit. Yeah, she does. Mm. Yeah. Then we go back to Pacey and, and Miss Jacobs. Jacobs flirting flirting I she is very flirty yeah in this scene. yeah she um oh god they talk about this movie summer of 62 42 42 yeah and uh it's it's too much too much too it's much a lot. they're Young just like boy on the verge of manhood oh my god he's like biting his lip in this like really provocative <laughs> way yeah. he's got a boner yeah Definitely. and like it's like that's what i mean is she lets it happen she knows what's going on and she's she's there for it yeah no i agree i think this part is really inappropriate and the reality is like you could maybe like hide like she didn't know she didn't know but she's a teacher she she's like this would be something familiar to her like she doesn't say like it's my first year teaching high school students like she would be familiar with this this age group of boys no, oh, it was. Ugh. It's hard yeah, to watch. It is. <laughs> Even though she always looks fly, you like get why she he's oh, he, into she's her. Fucking hot. She's super hot, and her outfits are on fire. Yeah, great. Oh she's my god. Great all around. Even I let the big hair slide. I mean, <laughs> like it's not. It's not my listen, look. Closer but to like, God. Closer yeah. to God. <laughs> <laughs> but like, she always looks fly. So yeah. you get it. Like you know, she still like transcends in terms of like why. Like, she is the hot teacher. Totally. Totally. Get it. Totally. Oh, it's cringy. It's cringy. Then Dawson. And so she mentions to Pacey what she's doing that evening. Going to the movies. Which is like a clear boundary line. Like, you don't say that to your students, like what your evening plans are. Nope. You know, that's like an invitation into your personal life. Uh, Yeah. A hundred percent. And so then Dawson and Pacey run into each other in the hall immediately after yeah. this. Um, and da- Pacey's, Pacey's like, like, let's go to the movie. Let's go to the movie. Let's go. Let's go. Invite everyone. Yeah. We're going. Yeah. 
And and Paisley tells Dawson he has the chance to lose his virginity in a high level fashion. No, you fucking don't. <laughs> um, so so. But then, then Dawson tells him to walk the dog, <laughs> which is a euphemism for but masturbation. I don't even like. Did you when you were watching it at the time? Oh, did yeah, that resonate oh, with yeah. you? I know exactly. I mean, what you knew about. what they were talking about, but I was like, is that what people say? No. So <laughs> I get that, like. I, this was a network note no mm-hmm. doubt they could not say masturbation on oh television. of course you don't know definitely Sir, it's 1998 and but like still, the christian there was right so, at this point I feel there like, was so many other euphemisms that maybe like people would have been more familiar with a hundred percent or even like i was just like at the time i was wondering if it was like maybe a local colloquialism or you know oh my no, god it's not <laughs> it's so it's weird it's, insane. <laughs> it's such a weird like yeah. line to deliver totally. 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 <laughs> and like i think i think it's easy to forget that like how much power the christian right and the like right media matters people or what mm-hmm. no media matters mm-hmm. is a good one right i, I don't remember know. there was like a bunch of them at the time yeah well it wasn't even tipper gore like big on like the parental advisory on the cds and stuff yeah like parental that. advisory but i i feel, I feel like people forget that like i mean we're so we're still conservative but we were even more so so then and like those people had a lot of power in the culture in a way that they just don't anymore well they voted i mean i i meant in the i meant i meant in popular culture (laughs) (laughs) sorry Uh, obviously they fucking do good god yeah but like in actual like media Mm -hmm. i feel like Right. The television industry does not listen to those people anymore. Right. When they like, it's like more freak democratic out. now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, great. You didn't yeah, like it. Go like... away. But at the time, it was like, if they made a big enough stink, like people would have to change things. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so they couldn't say masturbate, is what yeah. I'm trying to say. And then, like, and then Pacey's like, I read Cosmo. Yeah. I have three <laughs> sisters. I read Cosmo. I, read Co- I have three Just menstruating like... sisters. I read Cosmo. I totally forgot. Like, I wrote that down. I was like, I forgot, like, the whole explosion of Cosmo that Cosmo. was at that time. Because so even. Do when... not read Cosmo to understand women. It's so weird. I mean, <laughs> like, I don't. I, don't I love know. Cosmo, so but weird. don't read it to understand women. Yeah. Like, even at the time, I remember Cosmo being huge. Oh, yeah. I, re- I used to read it. It was huge. It was like the thing. Yeah. You wanted to get a subscription yeah. and, like, you would take all the quizzes. I remember being at the beaches, beach and, like, like take a, taking the quizzes and stuff like oh, totally, that totally. like reading like yeah I, I used to like because it was geared it was geared towards like adult women but only really like i mean we were like you know you were kind of obsessed with it Mm-hmm. But like it is like this moment where you see Dawson and Pacey's relationship. Yes, and, and that they're really good, but guys. Yeah, friends. and I love that. Yeah, like it's they, one of my favorite things on because. This show. Pacey encourages Dawson to ask Jen to the movie yeah. because he knows yeah. Pacey knows that Dawson is says, interested in there. He's like, just do it. Just yeah. go. Like, do her. it. Ask her. And Dawson looks like such a little boy in that scene. Like yeah. he, like James Vanderbeek did do a good job of like looking yeah. young. Yeah. <laughs> At times. At times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He wore a lot of flowy pants though. <laughs> but it's like good. He's like, go ask her. He's so encouraging. And it, yeah. it is like a, uh, you see it a little bit more like of a healthy male friendship yeah. you know like they're definitely encouraging each other it is to like sexualize women <laughs> but <Yes>. you know <laughs> um but they're not competitive right yeah you yeah. know yeah. so that's good yeah so then dawson after school meets up with joey uh-huh. um and i just like for my sports people out there i'm a big sports fan uh-huh. he's wearing a fucking yankees hat 
Um, in New England. <laughs> Get yeah. the fuck out of here with that. What the hell is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> Dawson Leary does not like the Yankees. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> Maybe he's trying to win over Jen with that. With his Yankees. Yeah, sure. Oh, God, that's the best. That but then, start crying. Yeah. That's so sad. But Dawson, he asked Joey to join him on his, like, potential first date. He really leans on Joey a lot. Yeah. And she takes it. Yeah. And then Dawson's like, I'm so, I'm so happy our relationship doesn't have to change. I can talk to you about everything. And, like, you understand where he's coming from because Jen is being, or Joey's being less than honest with him, you know? So he's like, see, what are you talking about? We're adults, or, like, we're growing older, but... We don't have to, our relationship doesn't have to change because right. he doesn't, he doesn't feel the, the sexual tension what or like she feels, yeah. that she feels yeah. or like what she, what her desires are. Totally. But he lets, she lets him feel that way. You know, she doesn't really speak up, no. but probably because she doesn't have a friend like Pacey well, being and I like, think it's go so, for it. <laughs> and I think it's so scary. Like, like really, if, if really her only friend is Dawson, I mean, yeah, I would like, argue for Pacey as her friend too, but yeah, like, I feel like I can't argue feel that, that way. Yet. She doesn't feel like it's like, That's true too. Yeah. But like, he's really her only friend. And so like, what if you tell him you have feelings for him and he says no, mm-hmm. then, then what do you do? Where are you? Yeah. And I think like, I, obviously I'm 35 years old. Like mm-hmm. I know what happens when that happens, which mm-hmm. is like you, you dust your knees off and get back up and yeah. like, you know have a margarita and like yeah, move on with your like life a, yeah, yeah but yeah. like at at 15 it's world ending right you yeah. know it is world ending and mm-hmm. so i get that and um, also she doesn't even know because she's so inexperienced like what it would even be like sure to have what it means them transition to a different yeah. relationship you know so that would feel scary in this other way yeah you know yeah so then jen and graham's we go in. They're talking about Jen going to the movies. <laughs> I know. I love Jen's outfit. Jen looks fly this whole episode. She looks Her great. hair is kind of weird, but, like, they do that with all the characters. Yeah, totally. But, like, yeah. She's doing good. Yeah. So Graham says she's cool with Jen going yeah. to the movies, but she has to come to church on Sunday. And right. then they have, like, Jen's like, here are my boundaries. Yeah. And I was like, girl. Did you, like how much therapy has Jen had? <laughs> I'm like I'm 35. Well, she's I from still New York, can't right? Fucking talk like that. Still can't fucking say yeah. That yeah. She's like I'm not doing that. Yeah. She's like yeah. no. Just respect this. That yeah. I'm. And they kind of go back and forth. <laughs> she's like I'll go if you say penis. <laughs> It's so over the top it's with so the great. sexuality. They like <laughs> yeah, I want to make a note that like this was the first time that teenagers talked like this right. about sex on right. television yeah because it does feel authentic where you're you are like grappling with this part awakening within yeah. you but yeah. you don't even know what that means or what to do with it you yeah. know and yeah it's so hard well and i just think that like 90210 it was like people had sex right and like only brenda really loses her virginity on the show on the show kelly has that horrible story about basically being, being raped. raped yeah not basically she was she raped. Was raped and then like tori spelling loses her virginity when she's 37 yeah and it's then, like, like the final episode <laughs> yeah, practically exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrea like gets pregnant or something. Sorry, right. spoiler alert for a show that was on 30 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. But it's one of those things that's like 
kids on TV, like teenagers on TV weren't talking like this. Right. And this is like the sex of the city of teen mm-hmm. drama, right? All of a sudden it opened the floodgates and kids got to actually have these fucking conversations. Right. Which like they do it sometimes clunkily on this show. Mm-hmm. I think because there was nothing else to compare yeah, no it to. Yeah. It does open the floodgates. Yeah. Of people actually being able to talk about it. And like, good God. First of all, teenagers have well, sex. Second of yeah. all, let's teach teenagers how to talk about sex. Right. And how and to talk consent. about things. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I'm off, <laughs> I'm off my soapbox. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Dawson's dad's a loser. Also, he Dawson comes down the, the stairs, and my note is, what is Dawson wearing? <laughs> it is so flowy. I know. It's like a caftan. Yeah, uh, you he, should be in Palm Springs. He looks like he's always like by the, pool. Uh, the leader of a cult or something. <laughs> <laughs> like it just looks so he weird. Does. That's true. <laughs> uh, so, that's amazing. <laughs> so Mitch is working on his aquatic themed restaurant. Yeah, he's like, what if all the waitresses were scuba gear? And, and it's just, like a little figurine of a, a scuba diver, like in a bathing suit. Yeah. Which a is like waitress sexualizing women, you. like, yeah. you know, so weird. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's weird because his character is the one that is sexual like Dawson's yeah, dad is, is like he's the hunk he's only there to be like a sexual being for his wife yeah, totally. and like uh oh but he and he's like kind of a low-key loser which I guess maybe like they're trying to highlight like oh if you marry the hot guy like what else can he well, give you I don't know it's also like, it's so he's weird. the dreamer he's like this dreamer yeah, so yeah. that's where Dawson gets his like right. dreaminess quality yeah, you know right. like yeah. it's weird because I have I have a dad who ran his own business Mm -hmm. and I have a mom who had a very you know stable job she was the stable one she's the one who made sure we had health insurance and she for a very long time made all the money yeah and my dad sort of got to live out his dreams and like listen we'll talk about 70s gender (laughs) politics at some other point but Mitch and Gail I felt very seen by yeah exactly like I always felt connected to um the my so-called life parents yeah those oh, are yeah. my parents. Oh God, your mom is so much like I that know. mom. It's she, amazing. Even, my mom's adopted too. Yeah, like, I, I know. Know. I know. Yeah. Okay, we'll do a <laughs> we'll do my so-called life podcast. <laughs> so then Mitch tells Tyson, Tyson, Dawson to move. Sorry, that's my boss's name. I'm so sorry, Tyson. Um, tells Dawson to move because Gail's on, and it's great floor. Watching her is great floor play. I know. He says that to, to his, his son. son. Oh, cringe. <laughs> Guys, boundaries. I know. Boundaries. Yeah. Um, and like, I, at that moment, felt really sad for Dawson because like everyone is so sexual in yeah. front of him and yeah. he like, he doesn't know what to do with it. And he's like, it's not about sex. I, you know, if sex is so important, then how come Spielberg has never had a sex it. scene in one of his movies? Yeah. He's like, why is everyone obsessed with sex? You know? And like. Yeah. From a cinematic standpoint, from his mind, he's like, it's so unnecessary to life. I mean, I get it. I think in high in high school, I was so uncomfortable with myself that mm-hmm. like the thought of like intimacy, right, more more than sex, but right. intimacy was like a real terrifying prospect, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
I get it. Yeah. Okay, so then Joey is leaving, and Bessie puts lipstick on her. It's such a sweet moment. And this song is called Good Mother, and it is by Canadian absolute royalty Jan Arden. Mm. If you are a Winona Earp fan, she's Bunny Wobbler. <laughs> um, shout out. <laughs> and Jan Arden will come back in almost every episode of season one. It's, nice. She's such a good singer. Yeah. Good yeah. God. No, it's anyway. so sweet because Joey's getting ready to meet up with Dawson. Yeah and jen and pc at the movies yeah. and and her sister is like giving a real maternal moment yeah. and since it's already been revealed she doesn't have a mom you're like yeah. oh wow and you feel for the sister who's on the verge of becoming a mother in her own right right and like she's had to parent for who knows how long right her sister and like they have like a really a really sweet connection like she's trying her best but she you know at the end of the day you realize she's probably like almost a kid in her own yeah you know i mean she how old do we think bessie is like 22 23 yeah, maybe yeah, she's not that yeah. old and she puts lipstick on joey and yeah. she's like okay now we're gonna leave every 30, every 30 minutes, minutes and reapply it you know and she's trying to like impart this wisdom on her yeah. and as joey walks away she she has transformed like because she has lipstick on and since she started the whole episode being a tomboy yeah. then you see her kind of like inching into her femininity and her her sure. womanhood and it's like her sister is kind of like trying to help her with that especially since her sister is so close to that transition within herself she probably sure. remembers it a little bit more than maybe like a, a parent would so she's like trying to be helpful like oh i wish someone had done this for me maybe i wouldn't right. you know be pregnant at such a young age although you don't know if that's the way bessie feels about her own impending motherhood you can see her trying really hard and, and it's so sweet it's it like a sweet. really like um it's one of those mo more special moments of the episode i, I think agree. Um, I agree. and you see like joey letting it too yeah. like she actually like I think she softens a little bit. She the only person she has her guard like the only time you see her with her guard down is in her own home. Yeah. And um and it, so I think that's why it's hard to really understand her relationship with Dawson because you don't even see her being her her yeah. real self with Dawson because she still is like that mean guard up at times, you know. She, yeah, she's very guarded in, yeah. in the first season. You know? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think we, as the show goes on, we we see her yeah. less guarded. I, I had sort of forgotten <clears throat> how acidic she is and how guarded she is. Yeah. But I think it's interesting. It's an interesting choice for a lead in a <laughs> television show. <laughs> So then all so the speaking of Joey being acidic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the kids, all the the Creek kids are walking to yep. the movie. Yep. And um and I always say this to my friends, like you know when, a, when another woman likes you, even in adulthood when they say they like your lipstick. Yeah. That's such like a it's so classic. Yeah. Someone be like, I love your lipstick. Yeah. That is always like if you meet someone's like girlfriend or wife if they say that to you they're like yeah. you're cool it's like a euphemism for yeah. like we're chill or we're whatever chill. Hey, what's up? and it, it feels almost like a mature of gen yeah. to know that like this like weird gender like <laughs> code yeah. or yeah. whatever yeah. um and she says so she says to joey like i like your lipstick and obviously joey's never worn lipstick so right. she maybe never has received that comment and sure on the whole and she also doesn't like women at this point yeah. so she doesn't know what that maybe yeah. means like on a deeper level and so she doesn't know how to take it 
and she fires back so mean she's yeah. like mm, thanks uh i love your hair color what is it and you're what like number is it? yeah and yeah. you're just kind of like who cares like everyone dyes their yeah. hair like i don't know especially like even being punk kids you're like what? oh my hair was always a different color. i know yeah. like that doesn't even feel like a dig whatsoever yeah, yeah. but she she means it as oh, a dig sure. and jen's so strong she i mean i can't believe that jen like Jen keeps putting up with it, mm-hmm. you know, like, cause, cause then of course Joey like then immediately asks Jen if she's a virgin yeah. and then is, tells her Dawson is a virgin mm-hmm. and then says, and two version makes two virgins make for a clumsy first time, which yeah. like Joey, like also just mm-hmm. stops filling everyone's like, secrets. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And Dawson is pissed, but then like Jen answers that she is a virgin. Yeah. Which like, and Even at the time, I don't think you believe it. Yeah. I feel like there's so much mystery to Jen. Yeah. We do not know. It's because it's the second time they've asked in the episode if yeah. Jen's a virgin. Yeah. And you're like, what's the deal They're with Jen's sexuality? Right. You know? Like, what? Right. And then Jen asks if Joey's a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> As a person who relates to Joey Potter, <laughs> I just think this is, I think it's so funny. Uh-huh. She says, oh, yeah, years ago, a trucker named Bubba, which I was just like, <laughs> Girl, that is hilarious which is also so dark because dark. she's kind of saying like yeah i was like sold into sexual slavery <laughs> i was molested by an old man like, I don't mean to laugh at that. <laughs> like what the fuck i know and it's like oh my god like even that you would like be comfortable joking around yeah, like that is yeah. like oh it's so cringy. Yeah, cringy um so then we get to the theater first of all you can see katie holmes radio mic pack Oh, um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, like, adjusts her jacket and then uh, it's show, <laughs> radio mic shows. Um, and then um, we see that they're seeing Waiting for Goffman. Yeah. And they go to this really quaint theater, which yeah. they actually do have in Santa Cruz, small theaters yeah, like yeah, that. Like, do. in the suburbs, we don't have that. So Yeah. Um, it was, was very... I mean, this show is, like, very, yeah. you know, I, I feel it deeply in certain ways. Yeah. It's yeah. so cute. So they're seeing Waiting for Goffman. And I'm just <laughs> Which I, tell, I did oh, think... Okay. Oh, oh yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to tell a story about Aaron. <laughs> in college. In college, we were at a different movie, and they showed an ad for Waiting for Guffman. Because yeah. the theater, it was one of those, like, It was ones a that, single screen. But it was, like, a midnight movie or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the, it, we had never heard of it. No, I don't no, think so. No, I don't think so. Yeah. And so they show the, the clip, and it's, like, there's a line <laughs> where someone says something about Keanu Reeves. <laughs> it's still i'm gonna make Aaron cry laugh right now oh i couldn't I get it like, together i can't i, I couldn't breathe the whole 15 minutes you couldn't you were a dis- i don't know how the why floor. it got me so <laughs> keanu reeves it was like i don't think it's in the movie i don't think so because we we rented it or we walked maybe yeah. we went to that screening yeah. and we were like so disappointed yeah. like the, yeah. they like it was false advertisement but every time he i see the next that keanu movie. reeve <laughs> i love a good placed pause yeah, yeah. i'm a sucker for that yeah, you are. You are, you are. And every time i see that movie i just laugh because of that so they're all like sitting in this like yeah. so cute theater cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and and sort of joey joey can see dawson is working up the courage to hold jen's hand yeah and um then joey <laughs> asks jen if she's a size queen 
Which I feel like in 1998, I did not know what that was. Well, yeah, even as I was watching it (laughs) last night, I was like, what is she talking about? Oh, Oh, I was like, Josephine Potter. Like, at first. And then I was like, oh, oh, oh my God. (laughs) Because I'm imagining from like a teenager. (laughs) Totally. What? What? How does a teenager, like, I mean, I know, but like, you didn't have the internet like we have the internet now in 1998. Well, is this such a wild question? It's a that's a fucking inappropriate question. Yeah. Don't ever ask anyone that unless well, you are about to bone them. I don't know. It's just like <laughs> maybe amongst friends. Like she asks all these questions that are like, well, you would ask maybe like an actual friend, yeah. but she is like trolling her. Yeah, like, totally. It's so weird. That's a good verb for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then Pacey goes over because <sighs> Tamara's there. And he, and he sits next to her. Yeah. And she's like shocked. <laughs> oh, she's like, she's like, like, this went too far. She knows it went too far. Yeah. And she is like, she's like, what oh, are you shit. doing here? Oh, shit. Like, and she's pretty firm. Yeah. She is like, totally. what are you doing here? Which on the one hand, I'm like, bitch, you told him you were going to yeah, be yeah. there. Also, this movie is playing and I you're know. yelling at each other. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like, like everyone okay. around you can hear you. But then um, the, film teacher. the film teacher shows up and they're like on a date. And um, Pacey's like shocked. Like he really thought she was going to go to the movie by himself, herself, yeah, you know. And yeah. like, and you're like, oh, it's almost like revealing of his um immaturity. His naivete, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> but then they get in a fight. The guy behind <laughs> the guy behind them punches him. Yeah, like popcorn in ends face. up. Fly- I like I rewound it to watch it a few yeah, times, yeah. and I still don't know the logistics of what happened. Popcorn flies everywhere, and then all of a sudden, Pacey's getting punched in the face. It's like it's actually the only moment of violence in the whole episode. Yeah. I think you yeah, know, and it's totally. so over the top. Oh, violent. and he gets like fucking clocked. He. Yeah. yeah like he gets really hit yeah and yeah. then like no one really does anything yeah it's just like <laughs> okay. yeah that guy got punched in the face yeah, whatever. whatever none of us are gonna move yeah this we're gonna teen get... is being beaten by an adult yeah, but whatever we're keep watching shit. waiting yeah. for guffman the like fuck. christopher guest is gonna watch itself right right and then dawson cut to dawson and joy screaming at each other yeah. in a lobby yeah. Like, this gets real dramatic, man. No, what a crazy screening you were, they were all at. Yeah. So, and ja- Joey. And Dawson's right. Dawson brings oh, her to Dawson's the lobby, totally brings right. Joey to the lobby, and is like, what are you doing? Totally. Like, you said you would join me on this date, and now you're you're acting wholly inappropriate. Oh, 100%. He's totally I kind right. I liked him for calling her out. Like, I feel like he is a good friend to her in, like, calling her out. Yeah. And she just always lies to him. Yeah. And I feel like the show gives her a pass because she f- has feelings about it. Right. But like, really, she's acting like an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. She's really acting like an asshole. And she says, you're so far removed from reality, you can't see what's right in front of you. And I'm just like, Dawson, wake the fuck up. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. And so it's like this. I was like, this is definitely the plot of Some Kind of Wonderful. Um, mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Except Mary Stuart Masterson was definitely gay in that movie. I mean, I right. know she wasn't. Yeah, but she was. Right. I mean, well, like, the same shout in- out that suit is amazing. She's so hot. <laughs> well, the other version is pretty in pink, and you're also like. And so, so then we cut to Dawson's room, walking Jen home, and he like leans in to kiss her, and she leans away. Yeah, and sort of. I think that's interesting. It's. It is. Yeah. Because she... You Seems could, to like him. She's into him. Yeah. 
But like we don't know her backstory yeah. yet, but you can tell she's interested in reinventing herself yes. and she's hoping to be a different person. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, I want to have firm boundaries. Yeah. Like she probably felt exhilarated by saying to her grandma, like, no, I'm not going to church. Yeah. And she says to Dawson, like, I mean, like you can almost see it in her face that she's like, I'm used to being the pretty girl. Normally I would kiss you right yeah, now. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm like, not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, she's intrigued by him yeah. and she, you can feel in that moment that she's worried that op- opening the door to that changes the dynamic of their relationship. Yeah. So it's almost like she has the same feelings about Dawson that Joey does where it's like, I want to be friends. I want, yeah. I want this dynamic because I think that you're so, um, compelling yeah and would really benefit me in terms of a friendship and then dawson says to joey like you know no we'll always be friends but to jen it's like i i want i want more so then dawson like sort of says that this whole night was fucked up because of him Mm -hmm. and then jen pays him nine thousand compliments Mm -hmm. and i was like man (laughs) we just women just have to build up the egos don't they yeah i had a real moment (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i mean it was like good for her and like mm-hmm. it was very nice of her to say what she says but like mm-hmm. oh, jesus yeah um and then she says she's we're i'm just gonna pretend we kissed i know and then goes into the house yeah yeah, yeah. which i kind of like i did like that yeah, i did too because she it's almost like she doesn't care about her reputation and it's almost like she's saying like let's hold off on that yeah for a second yeah so so then we go to pacey and, and he has a black eye. I mean, he's like, his fucking face is mangled, man. <laughs> it's dark. It's, it's like, dark. oh my it's God. It's really like, he's got, he yeah. like got hit. Yeah. And he sees Miss Jacobs and she's apologizing to this, to him. And, and he's very angry. He calls her out. He's like, you were flirting with me. So I'm going to, I wrote down her whole, his, his, a bunch of his speech. Okay. Because like. This is a pasty that I feel like we don't really see for that much longer. Right. This like angry. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm going to say it. He feels like it feels like he hates women in this Mm, fucking speech. So he says, okay, the truth is you're a well put together knockout of a woman who's feeling a little insecure about hitting 40. Yeah. So when a young virile boy such as myself flirts with you, you enjoy it. You entice it. You fantasize about what it would be like to be with that young boy on the verge of manhood because it helps you stay feeling attractive, makes the aging process a little more bearable. Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you something. You blew it, lady, because I'm the best best sex sex you'll you'll never never have. have. I wrote that down, too. (laughs) It's like, first of all, wow. I know. Which is a lie where everyone's like, as an adult, you're (laughs) like, I wrote it. You're a virgin. (laughs) But the rest of it, like, I was compelled by it. I mean, I think he is a little over the top in, in... in some things just like a lot of that stuff is very like but in other right but in other regard he is kind of saying like i mean he's not wrong yeah like there is some truth to it i think maybe his like his real digs at her are 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 mean-spirited but they don't feel unwarranted because she does flirt with him well and then she immediately kisses him i know like she and it's like a kiss it's like it's crazy because on the one hand it confirms everything he's saying sure. but she's trying to do it as a way to to like argue with what he's yeah. saying mm-hmm. oh sorry it made me it's so very cringy. uncomfortable yeah. it really is like it's cringy it's like a real and that even the music is like pretty romantic yeah 
like you're supposed to as a as a viewer be be rooting for them by this be rooting for them yeah i definitely the show the show wants you to root for this relationship and i am so uncomfortable about that yeah and like there are moments where i do feel like dang like i i can see it because they play it well I mean, they play he's it to that. being like pretty honest with her and she's like mesmerized by it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And in this way where like there is a youthfulness, there's an honesty and youthfulness. So, you know, you understand it, but it, it's almost like you feel from her <laughs> that she hasn't had a man be honest to her in a long time. Yeah. And oh, yeah. 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 So, so then Dawson comes home and Joey's in his closet, mm-hmm. which like. Listen, I don't know. Sometimes Joey Potter reads a little queer to me. Mm-hmm. Like that maybe mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. if that show if the show is me now, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so her in a closet. I just like have to say yeah, that yeah, out loud. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, it was weird. Joey's in the closet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like it was the pilot, so maybe they were like I don't know. There was all, like everything we're, gonna, was we're open. definitely gonna get into this show and queer representation, but yeah. not yet. Yeah. Um Joey and Dawson have this conversation and I just wanna point out I don't know if it's fruitful for us to get in the whole thing but Mm -hmm. i just want to point out that like joey really pushes on his privilege yeah and like the fact that he has this perfect life which like nobody has a perfect life but but i feel like it was interesting to point out yeah and i think one of the things this show does well is contrast she really has had a fucking Mm -hmm. rough time yeah and like he really in like it is interesting that they would even go to the same school right let alone be childhood friends totally he's he's had kind of a charmed life yeah absolutely and so i think it's interesting that she pushes him on it and like i don't think we had or like middle class white kids didn't have the Mm -hmm. term privilege Privilege. then they Mm -hmm. weren't but that's really what she's saying yeah is like you've got all this privilege and like what you're fucking moping around and you're you know whatever and she's sort of right i mean she has Mm. behaved monstrously yeah but she's sort of right (laughs) at this moment (laughs) you know and then he it's it is a good scene yeah like um you kind of you get to understand their relationship a little bit more yeah and then he tells her like oh when i saw you with that lipstick on yeah i thought you looked pretty and she she you can see her feeling excited about that right and it's probably one of the first times where even within her sexual awakening that she has these feelings of like oh like of of a someone being attracted to her and desiring her you know and if she plays the scene really well you can see it on her face it's really interesting um and then he's like kind of cutting he's like but that's all it went that that was it yeah yeah i didn't want anything else well and then she sort of does it back and i don't know if i believe her Mm -hmm. her part where Mm -hmm. she says you know i didn't want to hold your hand but i didn't want jen to hold your hand yeah yeah and i can't tell i mean i didn't believe her yeah and i but i can't tell if that's actually the truth i think i mean i think you don't i think she she felt that way yeah but you don't believe you know that's not the truth yeah Yeah. so then they say they can't sleep over anymore or whatever Mm -hmm. and then she's and then the the reason is is she says you know we can't we can't tell each other everything anymore and he was like i can tell you anything i can tell you anything right. nothing's changed and she says well how often do you walk <laughs> again <the dog?"> <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> so she asks him how often he jerks off and when this moment like i actually was like whoa like they both play it so well they do play it well you see it on his face where he's like he realizes that they can't tell each other yeah, everything yeah and it's so like 
Oh man. And she's so sad. And she, they're both so sad. Yeah. It's, it's heartbreaking. Oh, it's really hard. And they, yeah. You feel it. Yeah. You feel it. You totally ignore the because fact that they just w- called it walking the dog again. Yeah, I know. And you feel it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you're you're you oh wow. It's a it's hard to watch because it is like this real moment. They could pinpoint the moment their yeah. relationship is transitioning into something else. Totally. And like he wants to tell her, he want he's like, No, I she's my best friend. I can tell her anything. Right. But he's like, Oh, oh. I don't like can I tell her that? Like, can yeah. I tell her that? And he just like he leans back yeah. and he says goodbye. Yeah. And then the best music cue of all time. <laughs> God, the pretenders. Oh, my God. Chrissy Hind, I'll stand by you. Yeah. Chrissy Hind just fucking nails it. Oh, my and they, God. I was, so I was listening to the commentary last night, uh-huh. and they said that they had no doubt on there. And I was like, what Whoa. a mistake. That yeah. would have been like, love yeah. you, no doubt, particularly. Yeah, 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 no totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the pretenders, I'll stand by no, you. No, it's such a good that scene. fucking piano chord hits. Because uh, she she goes down this And then it's, the oh, why ladder. you look so sad. The I tears know. are in your eyes. And Joey and she, is crying and running. Yeah. And like, oh my god she's like running to her boat and Di- dawson is banging his head on his schindler's yeah. list poster which is like a lot okay. <laughs> so, yeah, those people had it yeah. worse than you dawson yeah also does anyone ever bang their head on a wall in anything but a television show <laughs> i really have a question about that I've i mean once, i've never done I've that, never done that. <laughs> consensus yeah so then Best, Joey gets in the, <laughs> the boat yeah. and starts rowing and Dawson sticks his head out the and window yells. and yells, Joey, <laughs> usually in the mornings after Ka- with Katie Couric, <laughs> he jerks off to Katie Couric <laughs> and she does the best. She laughs. <laughs> she does. She laughs. I want to just say that like Freud, I, I want to bring Freud into this because He's like, like oh, your mom is, is a, a news anchor. I know. Oh, God. Oh, I was just God. like, so gross. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of and here. And that moment Speaking is seared in, in my, my mind. Like that. I'll never forget it. I'll never it. forget it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh. You don't see it coming the first time you, you watch don't. it. Like you think maybe he might say something like Katie Couric. Oh, Whoa. God. Whoa, 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 whoa. Literally, I think that's the moment in the show where I was like, I, there's no way I cannot watch the next episode. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, well, I it's liked it. ballsy. Yeah, I liked it the whole time. Yeah. But there was something about the pretenders and yeah. jerking off to no, Katie Couric. such a good scene. Which like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's, I wanted that on a shirt. Yeah. Something about the pretenders <laughs> and jerking <laughs> off to Katie Couric. Yeah. Um, and then as and Joey's then, rowing... She, she sees, sees Gail, Gail actually kissing her co-anchor. Yeah, kissing her co-anchor. And like you see it in her face, it is dismantling a little bit of her opinion of, of Dawson's privilege and yeah. his like lack of chaos in his family. Yeah, it's about to it's yeah. about to get a lot more chaotic. And it's a big pressure on her to like know this really huge secret totally. about her best friend and not know what to do with it. Yeah. And yeah. like and it also I think she really looks up to Mitch and Gail. Like they're like so these too. surrogate parents to her because she doesn't have any. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, like I can't believe this person that I like I- I admire is it would do this. Yeah. And it, it is, it's hard, you know, because you think also as the viewer, you think that the final scene is like this reveal of Dawson jerking off, but then it, it adds this other like soapy yeah. element to it. It does. It does. Which I will admit, I wrote down, I was like, isn't that the way the pilot of my so-called life ends? He doesn't kiss another woman. Mm. He's just kind of flirting with her. Right, right. Yeah. It's just eluded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, 
anything else that you or were there other thoughts that you had I mean I have down like how did they pitch that tomorrow's storyline like whoa but um was the only kiss with Tamara and Pacey of the main characters yes yeah yeah that's oh that's a good note and then so every time we see Dawson he's in black and white like he either has white on or black oh yeah and then the 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 other kids they have blues and greens and they add they have a little bit of color so i was wondering if maybe there was like an interesting play with fashion like the way breaking bad is yeah i think the what they said on the commentary was just that the costume designer did like more neutral tones with everyone yeah definitely they sort of of moved away from that yeah they didn't say anything specific Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i i don't have a lot else to say i mean i think as we get further into this series i'll have more to say about like the overarching themes and stuff who are you rooting for at the end of this? When I was in 1998, when I was sort of, you know, coming into my own sexuality mm-hmm. um, or or doing it as you, one does as a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah, like yeah. We're always kind of coming. Yeah. Into our own sexuality. Um, yeah, exactly. But like, you know, I think I felt Joey on such a deep level that I constantly had crushes on people that I absolutely never said anything about mm-hmm. because I was so shy and embarrassed and mm-hmm. uh, to like to express myself in that way and I think like she is very like doesn't understand what she's feeling in a lot of ways like yeah. know that she knows that she's feeling feelings but like doesn't really know what they are or how to like make them either happen or go away right <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean yeah. and so I think that like for me in 1998 Dawson and Joey like I could see nothing else right Jen was I I I was with Joey Jen was Mm. the hiccup Mm. I was like be mean to her god get her out of there you know I I feel like as an adult as uh, you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) that like has like maybe had some experiences like since high school (laughs) hopefully (laughs) hopefully (laughs) like I just I see I see that Joey is behaving monstrously yeah you know Dawson is not like the greatest Mm -hmm. um and has some real moments where I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you and like particularly coming up he he can behave really Mm -hmm. horribly I think at the time I was just like Dawson and Joey obviously mm-hmm. need to be together. Right. And when is this going to happen? I like, I feel like I, that was still at the point where I bought into everything about a show hook, line and sinker. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like whatever the show wanted me to think and feel, I felt it. Yeah. I thought and felt it. Ross and Rachel. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, Buffy and Angel seems amazing. Right. <laughs> like those kinds of Jordan Catalano and Angela yeah, Chase. Yeah, oh totally makes sense. Totally yeah. makes sense. Like, you know, those things where like you rewatch those shows and you're like, good God, yeah. this is a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Get away from that person. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's where I was. Yeah. What about you? You're I mean, better at this than I you were always better at <laughs> sussing this shit out than I was. I can't really say I'm sure I did feel like I wanted that for Joey maybe but I guess I couldn't really relate to why or understand why she was so obsessed with Dawson you know <laughs> yeah. um at, the, at this point yeah you know but you know you're still sympathetic to her wanting that and and you as a female you're like I want that for her yeah but I think I'm rooting for Jen I mean now well yeah obviously now, now 100% now but even I don't know at the time I can't really remember mm-hmm. but Man, I'm rooting for her. Yeah, she's trying true. so hard to, yeah, maybe like 
be something more than her looks yeah you know yeah and uh yeah i'm definitely rooting for jen all right thank you for listening uh you can follow us on instagram and twitter at dawson's critique we're updating that regularly we'd like to thank kilia for making us our theme song you can find them at go freaking crazy on instagram and um this is aaron hensley you can find my finsta at aaron.hensley and uh please write us a review like us and subscribe on itunes stitcher spotify or wherever you're getting your podcasts it helps us immensely when you do that we would really appreciate it you can email us to tell us how great we are or to, or to tell us how crazy Miss Jacobs is um, at Dawson's Critique at gmail.com. Remember to always be nice. Oh, please be nice to us. We're, we're, we're nice. But um, you're welcome to disagree with us and we would love to hear you disagree with us. Um, find me on social media. Love is strong. Yeah. <laughs> Love is strong. <laughs> we would be appreciative and <laughs> will respect your opinions if you disagree with us <laughs> at Critique at gmail.com. Um, you can find me on social media at Pesty1079. Um, that's P-E-S-T-Y 1079. I'll tell the story of what that is someday on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, we would really like to thank Andrew Bush at Cozy, Cozy Croft for making our voices sound great and giving these two California girls the scoop on growing up in New England. Rarebird can be found at Rarebird Lit on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And please check us out, rarebirdbooks.com, for some great books and books on vinyl. This has been a Rarebird production. Right now, it's to be over. I want to go right now. Scoop me, 